guys. Beer. Sports. Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys. Hey everybody, welcome to Guys Beer Sports. We are Sans Brad today, but listen, this is not a problem. We have a great addition to the show today. Anton Manson's big brother. Is it big brother, Tristan? Big brother, yeah. Big brother, Tristan Manson. I'm telling you right now, I am super excited about this. Anton rocked the show the last time. Tristan, you're the older brother, so I think that there's probably a little bit more uh, uh, riding on your shoulders. I don't know. Yeah, I got some big shoes to fill, but I think I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you very much to Flyers Restaurant out on uh, Oak Harbor there. Uh, if you guys are out there in Washington, Oak Harbor, Whippy Island, go check them out. Great beer, great food. They have outdoor service going on, indoor service as well. Things are opening up, looking good. Also, I want to thank Smooth My Balls. Hey, it's an odd thing to say, but I'll tell you what, I've used it. It's great. Um, all I need now is talcum parter, and I'm good to go. So is this a big thing in the locker rooms there, Tristan? Not really, actually. No? no? You guys no. walk around all like hairy beasts? It's- yeah. Oh, like, you mean shave-wise? It's, I thought you meant like the talcum powder. They say it's like 50-50 split. But nobody's been there powdering up after the game. Well, no, I wouldn't <laughs> think so. I mean, yeah, what, what, why would you care about that? Yeah, I yeah. didn't need the talcum powder. I meant, <laughs> I meant the grooming, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I mean, if you're not sharing your jock strap, which you shouldn't, right? That's like... Un- uh, yeah, I don't think so. That's unhygienic. That's like probably the only piece of gear that I haven't shared. Yeah, yeah, that's like unhygienic before <laughs> pandemic, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man. Hey, before we get into your discussion about our discussion here about your career in the queue, um, some of the fantastic dude, you introduced me to a whole new thing with this Ice Warriors. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that. Um, I want to get your take right now on the NHL playoffs. Yeah, let's Just go. Real quickly. And like, especially the Leafs. I want to talk about Leafs, and then we'll move in. How about yep. that? Okay. So, you just want to know how I feel with the Leafs right now? Yes. Yes. Oh, man. A lot of thoughts. Um, I think they just need to put the pedal to the metal and finish Montreal off. Like, last game, they were kind of looking forward. They're already thinking about Winnipeg, I think. And it showed. Like, that first period... Like, Montreal didn't score nice goals. They just battled. Like they just weren't giving up. And Toronto was just like, ah, we still got two more games to come back. Then they had a little push in the third. But, I don't know, the, just the killer attitude wasn't there, like the finish, which yeah. is what they need to do. Like, we've all seen before, oh, Toronto can blow a lead. That's exactly it. Legendary. <laughs> so like, Legendary. As a Leafs fan, even up 3-2, I'm still not comfortable. Oh, I'm not comfortable. Because I've been, I've been hurt before. Uh-huh. I'm not comfortable because not only that, but now you're going in, even if it's only 12% of yeah. the fans in there, you still have fans in there. Yeah. I don't think Carey Price is going to feed off of that. Yes, but here's my thought on that too. Just think Toronto hasn't played in front of fans in a year either. So oh, like, yeah. they're going to be jacked up too. Yeah. Like I know there are all be Montreal fans for the most part, but 
I think Toronto's going to be like, all right, we get people playing in front of finally. Let's go. Like they're probably all watching the U.S. series and like, man, we miss this atmosphere. Like that's it. Yeah, I'm a diehard Leafs fan. My brother's a Canadians fan. All my friends are 50-50 split. Yeah. So I've been waiting for the series for my whole life. Yeah. And yeah. you watch it, and it kind of still feels like regular season. Then you look at the American games, just like I think it's the because of the fans, US. right? The fans yes, we're the talking fans, about. Sorry. It feels like yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that hockey's been like, phenomenal. That series is right, right, yeah. The hockey's been good. I just mean like from looking in, you watch this yeah. Nashville, Carolina, and it's rocking, rocking. Yeah, yeah. I hear but you. You see Toronto, Montreal, and you would think, imagine in Montreal <laughs> right now, full rank or Toronto, it would be wild. We would destroy every single American market out there because exactly. our fans are like 100%. the most. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. like, our fans are crazy. We have crazy fans yeah. on Montreal and Toronto sides. You know, um, the fans are crazy. So, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, I'm looking forward to tonight's game. I'm nervous as anything. Me too. <laughs> so. Listen, Thursday, I didn't wear any Leafs apparel at all. I figured to myself that that wasn't the way to go. I'm going to yep. go take care of them. It wasn't. So today, I am geared up. Like, even my undershirt. It's nice. Even, even my pants here. <laughs> oh, man. My you got pants. it all. I got it all, buddy. I am I am cheering on the ghosts of Doug Gilmore. And yeah. <laughs> so, I was sad. I wore my Leafs jersey game one. They lost. So the next game, I just wore a blue and white Adidas hockey T-shirt, and they won. And the, my wife stayed up and watched the game with me. So I was like, "All right, so now you're staying up every game." That's it. And I'm wearing this blue T-shirt the rest of the time. <laughs> but they lost the other night, so now now she can sleep and everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, please. <laughs> yeah, please. She's not a sports fan, but she yeah. stayed up and she got into the game. She is not a sports fan yeah, at all, except for football. Yeah. Football, she's a giant football fan. But hockey, she thinks it's just disorganized. And I try to explain to her, listen, they're cycling the puck. Hey, they're trying to make that outlet pass. Hey, they're trying to post it to the center there to you know get a shot in the post. She's looking at me like I'm speaking a different language, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the puck? <laughs> yeah, she... She won't watch any sport with me, but ever since my son and daughter started playing hockey, now she's more into hockey. So I can at least get her to watch a hockey game with me. Right now, she's especially when our kids are playing. She's crazy in the stands. Right. She was like, "I never thought I would be like this," but she's she's into hockey now a little bit. But football, <laughs> basketball, everything else—not a chance. Well, well, it sounds like opposites right now, but for you and I, that's 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 <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> All right, Tristan. We got our thoughts about the Leafs. We'll probably get into a little bit more about the NHL playoffs and maybe NBA playoffs. We've been watching it all as well. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your your march into the queue. I mean, it, listen, anytime that you make it into any sort of area where you are drafted, you know what I mean? It's not now you're yeah. just playing some shinny hockey. You're drafted. You're considered a prospect. It, it, this is intriguing to me. I like to hear. I actually, I actually wasn't drafted. So, no. Okay. No, I, uh, I had a pretty weird route to the queue. So I played high school. I played midget AAA. Then my last year eligible for midget, I ended up getting cut and playing high school. Our coach came in, the new coach came in and cut pretty much all the second year guys. So we all end up going back and play high school. Year after that, I end up making a junior A team 
the Halifax Wolverines. There was a first year expansion. And I got my first ever fight in training camp there. And the head coach, Jim Bottomley, who's a legend around here, he uh, he's like, Manson, do you like to fight? I was like, uh, I guess. Like, <laughs> if it gets me here, I like to fight. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up sticking around. I played junior A. Our team was terrible because it was an expansion team, but it was a fun time. And then uh, halfway through that year, I had a game in Amherst, and I had two goals, a fight, and I think an assist. And uh, pretty close, pretty close to a Gordy Howe, uh, Gordy Howe hat trick. I think I had a Gordy Howe game. I had a couple that year. <laughs> <laughs> the fights weren't the problem. It was the other two things that I had to, <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, a scope from Schwinnigan was there, and he called me up to go to Schwinnigan. Mm-hmm. So I went up there in, I think it was February or March. I, don't, I went up to practice for two weeks, and I hated it. Like really? they told me, I, they told me I wasn't going to play. I was just going to practice for the rest of the year. And I was like, man, I'm going to go back and play junior. Like, I'm having fun with my buddies. Like I'm just going to go back. Right. And then the next summer, Anton got drafted to Schoenigan and I was 19. And usually 19 year olds don't make the queue in their first year. Right. So I was like, I'll just go to camp to get in shape for junior. A. Right. And I ended up, I ended up uh, leading the team in scoring in preseason. And they didn't even know I could fight. Like, their head coach, like, they thought I was, like, a goal scorer. And I was like, oh, man, you guys are <laughs> you guys are in for a surprise. <laughs> Which, but, team uh, this? Which team was this? Was this Schwinnigan again? Schwinnigan Cataracts. Yeah. So you guys, you guys were drafted? Like, he was drafted to Schwinnigan. You were there as well? Yeah. So we were both there in training camp. He ended up being the last cut that year. Okay. Okay. So he came home. Yeah. He came home. I stayed. Mm. And the next year, like I had a, we had a pretty good year. We lost in the semis to Quebec and they ended up winning the Memorial cup that year. Memorial cup. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that next summer I got same thing. Like I was just going to play junior a no way I was going to make it as a 20 because there's only three allowed on each team. And pretty much joining and told me that year, like, you're not going to come back. Like you're not going to be one of our three guys. Right. So nothing. And <laughs> the story, like I, like I said, it's a crazy way that I got to the queue. This one's even weirder. So I'm already thinking I'm going to play junior A, but all my buddies played junior B for the Bay Ducks. Okay. And, and if you play junior B, you can play until you're 21. So you could have two more years. Okay. So one of our family friends was a GM of the team. And he called me. He's like, man, Come play junior B. I'll pay you more money than junior A, and you can play an extra year with all your buddies. Right. I was like, you know what? I'm in. Told them over the phone. I'm in. So me and my buddies end up going to uh, Split Crow Power Hour. <laughs> we're celebrating. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to play junior B together. It's going to be a great year. And uh, my father calls me. He's like, what are you doing? I was test Split Crow having some beers. I was like, I got to tell you something later. He goes, well, I got to tell you something first. He's like, you just got traded to Lewiston. What? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, like he was, he was like kind of my Anton's agent. Like he did all the work yeah. for us. Right. He's like, yeah, I just, cause he knew I wasn't going back to Schwinnigan. Right. He's like, yeah, you just got traded for a fifth rounder to uh, Lewiston. They want you in Bathurst tomorrow. I was like, oh man, this is going to be a problem. So yeah, anyway, the next, next day I'm in Bathurst and I played in Lewiston. <laughs> now did you lead did you lead um 
penalty minutes on your teams? The two uh, for the most part, but I only like I wasn't really a big penalty guy. All my penalty minutes are usually fights. Yeah, but that's five minutes, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> so I usually was like second or third. Maybe like I don't think I ever led my team penalty minutes. You were doing something wrong. Kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I might have, but I don't think I did. Here's the thing: is that Anton, like he said, that he really wasn't a fighter until that one time where they just yeah. started doing it and found out he could do it. Right? Yeah. Sounds like you were the trailblazer for the fighting. Like it sounds like you were the you were the guy. Like uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna fight. You know? Well, yeah, I think that's kind of what. Like I didn't really know I could fight either. My first ever fight, the guy, <laughs> I hit. I tried to fight a 15-year-old when I was in eight, when I was 18. I didn't, I didn't know he was 15. He might have even 14. And he like slashed me and I was like trying to fight him. His name was Alex Grant. He had like he was big back in the day. He was like the first underage who ever played junior A in Halifax, like for that age. Okay. I think he's playing Europe somewhere now. Anyway, I tried to fight him. He was like, dude, I'm 14. And I was like, oh, so I just picked my gloves up and left. The next shift, their goalie came at me because I tried to fight a 14-year-old. Yeah. Him and this guy grabbed me and started pumping me. Oh, and I was like, What is happening here? And then, like, I finally like clicked in. Oh, you should probably fight back. And I ended up beating the guy up pretty bad. <laughs> and that was like, me and Anton and my dad always fought. Like, he taught us, we just go helmets and gloves in our living room. He taught right. us some tricks. So I knew what I was doing. I just didn't know that I was good at it or that I liked it. Right. And it wasn't. And then I think Anton, he kind of got drugged into it probably because they're like, Oh, you're his brother. He fights, and so now you are fighting too. Anton was a really skilled hockey player, right. still is. Right. But he was like, and he can fight. He's really tough. Right. But I think he was probably like, "Well, I got to fight because my brother fought." And well, you know, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm good at it too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm drafting a Manson. I need to know. I need to know what's going on here. Yeah. Do we got somebody that could do this? What's going on? But yeah. Um, like I said in Schwinning, and they didn't know I could fight. That's and <laughs> our, the first game I ever played in the queue, I got two goals and an assist. So <laughs> I led the queue in scoring for one day, which is my claim to fame. <laughs> I finished the year with nine points. <laughs> so <laughs> it went down. It went down a lot. And uh, the second game, we were playing Shikudami, and there was this guy on the team. He was He was their tough guy, and he was coming at me. And our assistant coach was like, don't fight him. Like, he's he's their guy. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, man, he's not that big. He's not that tough. And I played junior A the year before, and I fought monsters. Right. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to fight this guy. Like, there's no way I'm not fighting him. So me and him square off, and he swung, and I one-punched him. And that was it. They're like, oh, all right, we got a fighter now. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might have dared my own scoring career. I know, I know. But the thing is, you're like such a jovial person. You're a good person, good-mannered person, right? Like, you wouldn't think that there is some sort of underlying rage of, you know, whatever that just will come out. There's not. Like, I tell <laughs> people all the time, like, I would fight my best friend or my brother, and I would still – like, I got buddies – Especially when I played senior in Newfoundland, we had a lot of buddies that there's that would fly over, and we'd fight, and we're still buddies to go to the bar that night. To me, a hockey fight is the same as if your best friend's a goalie and you get a breakaway. You're still going to score on them. You're gonna I like try. that. Okay, 
I can get on board with that. That's that's how I looked at it. Yeah. Like there's a lot of guys that completely complete opposite. They only fight if they're super angry and like they want to hurt somebody. Yeah. I like of course you hurt people when you fight. Yeah. But I wasn't this is gonna sound stupid. I wasn't trying to hurt people. No. Like I wanted to win the fight. Yeah. But like most most of the guys I fought, especially like the tougher guys, like the heavyweights, they were the same as me. Like they're like, good fight, man. And we're talking in the box afterwards. Like I'm still buddies with lots of guys I fought. Right. So like that was the thing that like my like my co-host Brad, because he's he's a huge football and basketball guy. He's starting to get into hockey. Yeah. Like this year, he's his hockey senses and the hockey IQ has gone through the roof. I I'm, I I take full credit for that. Just you know talking yeah, about nice. hockey, I take yeah. full credit for that. Got an American on board. It's all good. But he was shocked when he was talking to Anton about how you guys end up chirping beforehand. Like you guys yeah. chirp each other. You talk before the fight, like, hey, you want to go? He just thought that it was just raw motion and you just throw the gloves yeah. down. And I'm there going, oh, no, there's a lot of chirpiness. I mean, there has to be, right? Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of times, you, not anymore. Like, obviously, it's way different than back when I played. But I knew who I was fighting the day before. You're lining up in warm-up, and you're like, hey, man, like, we're both stretching at the red line. We're doing this. Yeah, like, when do you want to do it? Like, you make a plan. Like, sometimes it's like, completely first shift we're going we'll wait and see how the game goes you owe me one from last game because i fought you when i shouldn't have like it's it's very much and sometimes there's uh like behind the scene fights like anton played with a guy kevin cormier who was during his career in the queue the toughest guy like he was the number one fighter and my last year there was like a website that ranked us and he was one and i was two Oh wow. he, played with, yeah, he, he played with Anton yeah. and he's like, man, will your, will your brother fight me? Anton messaged me. I'm like hundred percent, man. Like I want that number one. So I'm in. So like Anton brokered the fight between me and him and it never happened because he got hurt. Oh man. But like, yeah, it's, it's a lot, there's a lot of behind the scenes. Like you, it seems like it's barbaric and you're just fighting somebody. But a lot of times, like, no, I like find that, this, I find this interesting. Yeah. I find this particularly industry, interesting because like as a, as a lay fan, you always think that there's a code, right? Yeah. Which I'm sure that there is, but just some of these fights just set up really for the fans sake. It's percent. <laughs> yeah. It's like the fans and like to get your team, like if you're down to nothing, especially early, that's like a time that as if I'm up to nothing, I'm not supposed to fight because right. you don't want to give the other team any momentum, right. but that's what I mean. Like when I tell the guy, you owe me one from last game, I gave you the fight here. Now, next time you got to repay the favor. Right. And for the most part, that's part of the code. Like the boys are like, all right, yep, let's go. Right, right, right. And you might that's hear an earful. Like, do you get an earful from the coach if you end up doing something like that off script where the momentum could shift? Yeah, sometimes. There's also times where your coach would be like, you're not going. Like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like I said, that Cormier incident where we couldn't fight because he was hurt. We played Schwinnigan in Schwinnigan two weeks later. And I was like, oh, man, my old rank, I get to fight Cormier here. Our coach pulled me aside. I was like, you're not fighting him. He's like, he wouldn't fight you in our rank. You're not fighting him here. And I, so, like, the whole game, he chased me around. I was like, can't do it, man. Like, and he he did it twice. He kept asking me. And I was like, man, coach, not let me go. And after that, he's like, whatever, just moved on. Because he understood, like, I probably wa- I wanted to fight him. I just yeah. had to respect the coach. Well, you would think if you if you 
you're known for fighting and you're you're not taking one on it's not you right it's definitely yeah. somebody else is saying like yeah so if yeah. It, can you imagine though like I, I don't know how i would feel if he ended up starting a twitter attack on you then all of a sudden you know hey, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's chicken then all of a sudden yeah. coach coach be damned i'm fighting this guy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's definitely been some times where i didn't listen to the coach or... <laughs> how did that work out great <laughs> I was already fighting for uh, I was already fighting for ice time anyway, so oh no, <laughs> yeah, it didn't help. <laughs> so, um, a lot of guys like Anton, I was talking to, um, I I seen him play when we were on the Toronto, and of course it was Shinny, right? It was just a pickup yeah. game, but uh, you could tell, hey, this guy's got some skill and talent. And then I know some people that played in the OHL back in the day that went to Europe, you know what I mean? Continued a uh, pretty lucrative career in Europe. Yeah. Um, with Anton, I remember he told me he got injured with his shoulder and that yeah. kind of really put the kibosh on things. What happened with you um, coming out of it? Was it just at that point you just decided I'm kind of done with this or? Yeah. Like um, I, I went to Dal. Like I signed up to play hockey at Dal after okay. so I got recruited to play Dal. I didn't sign up. I got recruited to play for Dal after junior. And I went there. I did like all the training camp. I started going to school. And the coach that recruited me went to go coach the Q. So a new coach came in. He pretty much said, like, you're not gonna play most of the year. You're just gonna practice. Like University of Hockey is some of the best hockey around, and not a lot of people know it. Oh, it's but, there's no fighting. It's a fast paced league. Like it's definitely not my game. Right. So I kind of realized that too. And I was like, and I had a family friend who was from Newfoundland. He was like, man, you can just fly to Newfoundland on the weekends, play senior, make tons of cash and still go to school. Right. So, and we had two years, every year you play in the queue, you get a year university paid for. Nice. So I, I have free school. I can make money. Like, when I was at Dallas, I had to practice every day, go to school every day, not to play hockey. I couldn't work. So I was like, right. I'm broke. Right. I'm not going to play. I'm just going to go have some fun, make some money. So I ended up playing senior for three years. And during that time, I had a bunch of pro offers. Like, uh, I had one from the coast and then, like, SPHL, like a bunch of, like, minor leagues in the States. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're offering me way less money than I was making in Newfoundland. Wow. You have, to, you have to play every day. I got to fight. Like, I'd, I'd just be fighting, not like probably three times a week down there. Right. When I was in Newfoundland, I was fighting once every month. Like, it wasn't like right. anything right. crazy. And I was having fun. Yeah. So I just decided, I was like, man, I'm just going to keep doing this. And then I end up, we had my son when I was 24. And like, right before that even happened, I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, this. Yeah. Then I went to Finland. Before he was born, I wanted to get. I wanted to get out of that. You're, yeah, yeah. You're jumping. You're jumping ahead. That's all good. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 build that up. I love this story, Ice Warriors. Oh my gosh, I, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I was watching the first one there where they're introducing y'all. You had a little. You had a little mohawk going on. Yeah, there, yeah. Right? Trying to be tough. <laughs> so it was like three three European judges. Uh, two of them yeah. with NHL pedigree, and one of them was an MMA fighter. For MMA me. fighter, yeah. Yeah, so they're going okay. Uh, three rounds, <laughs> yeah. three rounds of ice, and it's like like there's no stick, no gloves. It's just go. <laughs> yeah, 
when uh, so when I was in Lewiston, the uh, this guy from Finland, he was half Canadian, half Finnish. His right. name's Yuka. He messaged me on I think on an email or something. I don't remember back then, and he was like, "I I run a hockey fighting magazine in Europe. Would you like to answer some questions for interviews?" Like, yeah, no problem. So I did that. Thought nothing nothing of it, and I get a message on Facebook. We're putting together a hockey fighting tournament in Finland with like some of the toughest guys from Canada. I was wondering if you'd like to come. And I was like, no, not a chance. Like, <laughs> this is like when I already decided I was done playing hockey. I was like, I'm done. Right. Like I got my actual like first grown up job. I started working like I was a cable guy. Like I wasn't working in the bars anymore. I was like, just started my job, about to have a kid in three months. I was like, man, there's no way I'm doing this. Then I my mom obviously was like, not a chance you're going. I had to talk to my dad. He was like, I don't know, man. Like, at least you can say you did it. And the more I thought about it, I was like, I'm going to get a free trip to Finland regardless. And right. and it was, uh, we were going to get 500 bucks just for going. Right. And it was 10 grand for the winner. Oh, okay. So I was like, all right. Is that yeah. 10 grand American or? Uh, Euro. Oh, yeah. That- that's yeah, yeah, lucrative. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm in. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> my wife or fiance now, sorry, fiance is. Uh, she was eight months pregnant when I went. Oh wow, she must have been really happy with you. Thrilled, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mother drove me to the airport. Tears, like, why are you doing this? This is so stupid, and. Anyway, I was like, I just gotta do it. I go the funniest thing, well not the funniest thing, one of the funniest things that happened. I'm going through I had to fly to New York first to go to Finland and I'm going through the US customs. Uh. And he's like, uh, what are you what are you doing? Where are you going to Finland for? Like hockey. He's like, Oh, I noticed you didn't bring any sticks. And I was like, Oh yeah, it's a hockey fighting tournament. And he was like, Excuse me? And he had like a really deep cell accent too. He's like, he looked at me, he's like, you Canadians in hockey, and just shook his head, stamped my passport, and let me on my way. And he was just like, what are you doing? I never even heard of this. And then when yeah. I saw it, I'm like, this is gold. Here, here, just give me a second. I, wa- I want to do something here. Yeah. Um, just give me a second here. Oh, technology. I'm a Luddite, dude. I'm a complete yeah. Luddite. <laughs> <sighs> Where is this? Share. I want to share. I want to share my video. Just give me a second. No uh, this is, this is, oh, here we go. There we go. Ah, yes. There we go. This is what I want to share. Look how young you were here. <laughs> I know, look at that face. You were ready. And then they were putting you up against, look at this guy. This guy looks like he just got out of prison. It was so awkward. Like we just had to stand there and I thought it was just a picture. Then it was like a video. So I'm like, you got to move. And I was like, what? And so at the end, I'm like moving a little bit, but it was, it was so, super weird. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. I thought it was a picture of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So look at this. Oh, oh, so you guys, oh, you guys had gloves at least. That's nice. Yeah. MMA gloves. I still broke my hand. You still broke your hand in this one? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. And what, is this like 50 second or something like, or is it a minute? Uh, it was a minute. They wanted us to do three minute rounds and we were all like, no, oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, we were like a minute. Fight. We oh, were like a got minute. This guy. You got this guy here. Look oh, at yeah. that. He was big too. I think he was like 260 during this. Oh, he looked, he looked like, he looked like he just got fresh out of prison. Yeah. Look, 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I just wanted to watch this. This is so amazing. This is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got in trouble for this because my helmet broke, so I threw it. Oh. But there was like insurance issues, so we were supposed oh. to wear a helmet, so we got, we got yelled at after this. But this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> oh. Oh. Man, this guy looked like a big dude. He is a big dude. This He's guy a big looks boy. like a big, big boy, man. And you guys are hauling on each other. Well, I mean, him are in the bar together all night. He's like one of my best friends from this whole event. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Anton, you are just feeding him there. I mean, he's trying to hit you. Oh, they, they have it. They have the judges' cards. They say, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to stop this. Three three. Oh, my God. Did you end up winning this? I won this one. Yeah, I won, won two this one. And then what and then- happened at the end? But now I fought in the semis. Yeah. And I got hit pretty good. Like we both went at it and they said I had a concussion, which I probably did. But like <laughs> I still remember everything. Like I just so they stopped me because of like the insurance rules, whatever. I, I made I ended up making two grand off it. So hey. So yeah. paid paid trip to Finland, two G's. Yeah, a broken hand. We were all beat up afterwards. Like all the boys were like, oh, this is broken. I have a concussion here. This is oh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We all went to the bar. They, they brought us this crazy club in Finland and literally brought us to the top part of it. Grabbed every bottle behind the bar and put it on our table. And we're like, here you go, boys. <laughs> we were like, I... it was like a rapid, we we're like pouring <laughs> drinks on each other. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, dude. Uh, the thing is, you had such a baby face, and they put you up. Oh, yeah, this yeah. Guy. It looks like he just came out of prison. I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, when I I met these guys, yeah. when I get over there, there was there was two guys from Europe because a couple guys dropped out who weren't fighters. Yeah. So they obviously got destroyed. But all the other guys were playing that Quebec Senior League, and oh. they were they were animals. Like one guy, the guy that was supposed to win it all, he was the favorite, Sean McMorrow. He has the record for most fights in a season. Oh wow! I think it's like it was like a hundred and something fights in a year in the AHL. Or he's yeah, he's he's a beast. But like all these guys are sitting there, so I'm meeting them for the first time, and they're all telling stories. And I was the smallest guy there by far, and they're telling these stories like, remember this time where we were going at it, and then you came across the dressing room, and the cops are there, and we fought the cops, and I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, and they're all laughing about it, like best friends, and the combo times where they killed each other. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, I'm this is a terrible decision you made. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they're all beauties. Like, like I said, we all try to kill each other for money. And then, as soon as, like, when I lost a fight or the second one I lost, the first guy in the room was black, the guy beating the first one with beers waiting for me. He's like, yeah, buddy. Like, they never drinking me. He's like, good job. Like, he's the first guy waiting for me. So, like, yeah it's pretty crazy so in that fight we just saw were you chirping were you guys chirping in there or what no not really like, nah. mostly because we couldn't breathe it was so so long you, you, look, you look like yeah so well like if you watch a hockey fight a long hockey fight's like 35 seconds yeah easy yeah and you're gassed like i've had fights where i came and drink water I'm in the box, squeezing my hands together and trying to catch water because my arms are so sore. That's crazy. So to do two rounds against some guy that's 270 for two minutes, like I was gassed. Yeah. We're all yeah. gassed. Yeah. 
It's it's yeah. It, I don't know what they were thinking here. Obviously, they they're trying to they're trying to institute some sort of MMA rules. Here. Exactly, like they're trying to make a league out of it and make it a thing. But like the apparently the pay per view rights, they can only get it for like three different countries. It was like like New Zealand, Australia, and like some other country in Europe. But like all the other places were like, no, like this is not legal. We can't put it on TV. So the whole thing fizzled out. <laughs> but your big hits in Moscow. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New, Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand. Yeah. Hey man, they're famous for <laughs> hobbits and now hockey fights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are these Canadians doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, I can at least say that I went to Finland and got in a hockey fight tournament. Not too many people can say that. No, there's there is there are not that many people that can say that at all. And then won some won some euro out of it as well. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what made you uh, at that point then decide to go uh, join the RCN? Then after that, uh, I did. I actually planned like right after I finished playing hockey. My plan was to join the Navy. Okay. Grandfather was in. Anton had the same plan. Um, Anton got in before me because. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I had my son and I was doing pretty good, like with the cable. I was like, I'm making pretty good money. Like, enough. Like, we're getting by. Right. And the process to join the Navy was taking forever. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait. Like, I'm pretty good with what I'm doing. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years, things are slowing down at work. I'm like, you know what? This is the time. So right. I just. Joined the Navy when my son was five, well, almost six years ago. Wow. Wow. But the funny thing is I've, I've known you, I say the past two. Yeah. And this is really very fleeting because I've, I've only known you through, through uh, Anton because Anton would work in the operations room. And you yeah. Were, <laughs> you were in a different department. So I was, I was actually working. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Beauty. Beauty. <laughs> I was actually working. I don't know what you guys are doing. Yeah. You have coffee still. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um what what I do know is is this past appointment, were you there on there as well with your brother? You guys yeah. went together? That was beautiful, was eh? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a beauty. Um how did you find that? Oh man, it was rough. Yeah, it COVID was, uh, and everything. It was good. Like we had a really solid crew. Yeah. So like my brother was there, obviously, and then we had a bunch of buddies that play hockey with us already. Like that's most of our buddies from the Navy are hockey related. Right. And then we had a bunch of other just like we had a great crew all together that we all got along. So if it wasn't for that crew, it would have been an even longer trip. Like for the most part, we all got along great. So makes a difference that helped but yeah a lot the worst part of the trip which wasn't even not getting off the boat in europe we were in halifax we went to halifax on the boat june 12th that's right and didn't leave until july 24th yeah so I we were know. alongside halifax like a seeing, month and a half for a month yeah, and a half. Seeing, seeing everything open up and we were quarantined on the boat. Like my buddies are going by every day, sending me Snapchats on their boats. Like, hey, hi, man, how you doing? Like, you see people having a blast. Uh, you see people going home from work. Yeah, and here you are stuck. You're yeah. stuck on a boat. Yeah, 
man, that was that was tough. I remember, um, you know, uh, all I could say though is that uh, it's amazing you guys did what you did, especially in that type of environment. It was the first, well, second. Yeah. Second crew to do it really, but still, yeah. one is fully. Uh, you knew you're going in and you're coming back just like that. Yeah, so you knew what you were walking into, and uh, I just want to say thank you for doing that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, you know uh, what I did want to jump into here now was the remainder of these playoffs. Yeah. So I know we know Leafs and we know Habs, and we know, man. I I, I got to be honest with you. I'm thinking seven, like I am. That's what's in my gut. Yeah. Like it's in my gut. It's it's seven. And I we're feel like win. we're gonna know after the first period. Yeah, I think so too. Because it all depends on how we come out. We come out flat, it's clean yes. catch up, it's not gonna be good. If we come yeah. out ahead, but then we just sit and resting on our laurels, it's not gonna be good. Yes. So it's like Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner are due. 100%. So if I see them starting to go, then I think that we have a really good chance. Right. Yeah, I think Marner just needs to shoot. Yeah, like, well, I think that game one he got he got snake bit, man. Yeah, he had that game. I was just like, and Carey Price put the paddle out, and that was the first thing I said. I said, "How much you think that that is now playing in his mind?" I don't Keeping net, and this guy just put his paddle out and stopped it. Well, they showed the other night. I don't know if you've seen this clip. After he got robbed, they zoomed in on his face, and he said. Am I ever going to fucking score again? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw that, it's like, oh, man. Yeah, that's that's a goaltender getting in your head, right? And oh, it's yeah. Like, and that's what Carey Price can do. And personally, I think um, he's been wasted in Montreal all this time. Yeah. You know, but Montreal fans now are probably loving him, although earlier in the season they wanted to get rid of him. Well, they, were, they were done with him before playoffs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, but, now he's St. <laughs> <Saint> Carey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, without Carey Price, it wouldn't be a series. Like Montreal, give them their due. Like they're battling hard. They have a little bit of talent. But Carey Price, especially if they get a lead. Toronto, like it's in their head. Oh, we're gonna go against Carey Price. Like, getting, we get lucky we got back last game, but like Carey Price has shut the door. That's what I mean. We need to get jumped out tonight. Come flying, yeah, yeah. yeah take no prisoners. Because I'm sorry, uh, was it Galchenyuk that ended up coughing up that yeah. puck? Yeah, I like Galchenyuk. What he's doing, he's trying to play with a lot of uh, vision, you know. But yeah. sometimes that vision comes at a price because if you get predictable, which right. happens. They ended up taking advantage of this, like Suzuki and Cofield. And I don't think really? those youngsters are hungry. They're hungry. No. So they stretched out the goalie perfectly. It's like, that's what you got to do. Stretch them out. Yeah. And that's what they did. It's like, yeah. uh, it's it was, it was it was a bitter, sweet pill. Not even sweet. It was just a bitter pill to swallow. What am I saying? Yeah, sweet. It was just bitter. It was just bitter. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you have to stomp these guys out. And now they're already starting the Islanders Bruins series tonight too. It's like, yeah, it's like wait a second, boys, we're just playing catch up here. What's going on? Know, that's that's one thing I always liked about hockey because the NBA, they're all like, all right, whatever. As soon as your series is over, you guys are going. Like it's like game four of the other series, and they're still moving on. I was like, oh, hockey never does it. They wait. <laughs> Not yeah. anymore. Not anymore. I like, think it's the game Olympics. seven. What's it? Tuesday. Uh, if there's game a game seven, seven? Is Monday, Monday, I think. Monday, okay. Monday, Monday would be game seven, unless they all of a sudden decide like Sunday. But I think it's Monday's game seven. Yeah, okay. But uh, 
The thing is, though, is I just think that they're under a lot of pressure. Yeah. Due to the Olympics. So you got to be done because I think the Olympics is starting sometime crazy in July, yeah, taking a two-week break, and then coming back in August again. It's really weird. Like, Oh, yeah. I didn't even think weird. about that. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, TV rights there, they're they're being pushed to the brink to yeah, get okay. it going, right? Same thing with basketball. Like, I think as soon as the series is over, it's like on to the yeah. next. But, uh, heck, basketball has been surprising the heck out of me when I have a look yeah. at this year. I don't know if you've uh, been following it all. Oh, yeah, I'm a diehard Lakers fan. Lakers fan? Yeah, oh. my whole life. Well, here's the thing. Everybody thought about the Suns. It's like, man, you guys are taking it to them, you know? Um the series that surprises me the most has got to be the Mavericks and the Clippers. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn. Saying, yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn losing a game to the Celtics. That's crazy. Yeah. Jason Tatum's good, man. Like he, he is good. If he wakes up, well, like he did last night, he's tough to cover. And like Brooklyn doesn't play defense, they can score all they want. But if they don't play D, games are going to. Tatum wakes up like he did last night, then it could be a series. Yeah. I would love Brooklyn to lose. I hate Boston more, than, but I also hate Brooklyn right now just because. How much do you and your brother get along? He's a big Celtics fan. He's a huge Habs fan. It's like... Yeah, like I don't. My, so I went with my dad. My dad's Leafs. I'm a Lakers fan just because I was a Kobe guy my whole life. Yeah. yeah. So my dad doesn't have a basketball team, but my uncle's. And all my cousins are all Montreal Celtics, Red Sox. Oh wow! And Bills, and yeah. Bills. So I'm a Bills fan too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a Chargers you... fan. So I'm definitely on my own there. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ride you too hard for being a Chargers yeah. fan. I mean, you had you you know you know disappointment just as well as we do. So yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, if you were to come out and say I'm a New England fan, I'd be like, oh yeah, no, makes makes sense. I hate New England fans. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're winners. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn is surprising me. Um, losing that game to the, the Celtics. Yeah. The Heat. The, they went to the NBA Finals last year. They're about to get swept. I, like I said that to me and Tarnal with this too. The other day, I was like, I know the Heat made the finals last year, but I think they just got hot in the bubble. Like they're not a great team. Jimmy Butler was it, right? And Jimmy Butler was going off. Yeah. But, like, you look at this, like, Duncan Robinson was putting up points last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, like, now he's playing like Duncan Robinson. <laughs> I mean, like, they're not they're not a great team. They no. just got – they got hot at the right time, which happens in any sport. But, like, I'm not surprised that they're where they are now. I feel like every other team in the NBA got better. Yeah. And Brooklyn stayed the same, if not anything. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, man. That's a video game team if I've ever seen it. If you ever oh, played NBA 2K, this yeah. is exactly what it is. I just made some trades. Yeah, like you wouldn't even be able to use them in 2K. I'd be like, yeah, you can't use Brooklyn. They're too good. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, we got Durant. And uh, yeah. I made a trade for Ar- Irving. And yeah. I managed to get James Harden on there, too. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll grab Blake Griffin, too, who used to be like. <laughs> he used to be a superstar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, you know, um, if they don't make it to the NBA finals, but they got, they're going to have to go up against the Bucks yeah. and the 76ers. I mean, the yeah. East is stacked. I think Brooke, or Milwaukee's as good as Giannis. Yeah. 
But I think Philly, like if they can get over their – I think Philly just has demons. Like they're just a playoff team that can't get past it. Like if they have all the pieces, mm. I think Philly's going to be the best bet to put out Brooklyn. I have to agree with you on that because you do. You have Giannis to go physical if you need. Yeah. And then you have – those guys are playing good perimeter. Yeah. So Middleton and uh, Chris yeah. Middleton and uh, who who else now is there point guards over there? I totally forget now. I don't even know. Because Brogdon's gone and uh, uh, what's his face there? It was a big problem with us. Bledsoe, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah so I'm know. just trying to think who the point guards are. But it, honestly, it's Middleton. And, and to me, it's Middleton and Giannis are you really two big things yeah. that, that are happening in that Milwaukee Bucks team. Because you have a look at the 76ers. I mean, again, it's uh, Joel Embiid and it's uh, – what's his face there? Uh, the Kiwi there. Simmons. Simmons, yeah. yes, the Kiwi. <laughs> he, he saw my he saw my Ice Warriors video when he was a kid. Oh, get and out of here. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, you know why I wouldn't put it past him to sit there going, I don't think I want to play hockey at all. <laughs> the worst new zealand accent <laughs> better than mine oh my gosh worst new zealand accent um <laughs> yeah no um nicks it's nice to see the knicks in the postseason for the first time and i don't know when yeah but know. i think they're fizzling out too oh yeah you're playing the hawks it's yeah yeah it's it's not you're not going to get through that but what do you think happens with the Kawhi after this season because the clippers and the mabs are in uh they're in they're in a battle i don't know like he's I just feel like he's going to stay there. You think like, so? Where else, where else is he going to go? Like, he's not going to, he doesn't want to join a super team. No. He's home in LA. Yeah. Like their team's good. They're just yeah. not playing great. Raptors 2.0? I, I don't think he'd go back there because no, I... Kyle's going to be gone too. Oh, yeah. Kyle's not. Yeah. But Kyle's over the hill though, too. Um, I, I, despise Kyle Lowry, man. Really? I don't <laughs> mind him. <laughs> I, think he's like, I think he's like the the most overrated superstar in the NBA. And listen, listen. He only <laughs> got the moniker superstar in the past two to three seasons, yeah. okay? Before exactly. he was just an all-star. Now he's a superstar, but, you yeah. know, it's very it's very Tom, time-limited, his <laughs> like, moniker superstar. <laughs> the same, same reason people hate the Leafs, because... Yeah. We get all the TV credit. All they do is talk about the Leafs on like TV and stuff. That's that's the exact same reason why I hate the Raptors. What? <laughs> I, I hate them, man. I hate that the commentator calls them by their first name, like these best friends with them. I, hate, oh. I, I don't Which like what are you talking about? Uh, not the color man, but the the actual uh, announcer. I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Hate yeah. the Raptors. <laughs> Kyle Lowry from Pembroke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you say, Lowry? He says Kyle, like they're best friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's face it. I mean, whenever I hear a uh, buddy there from Brooklyn, Jack. Uh, Jack Armstrong? Yeah. Whenever yeah. I hear Jack Armstrong come on, man, I'm just like, all right, I can listen to Jack a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he makes these announcements bearable. <laughs> like, I was happy they won for Canada. Yeah. But that was it. Just for my country. <laughs> not the team, not their fans, nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge Raptors fan, but before I was a Celtics fan because, you know, I just I couldn't get on board the Lo- Los Angeles train. Yeah, because it was just like, man, everybody's there. 
<laughs> everybody's there. I mean, even back then, everybody was there. I'm like, geez. And uh, again, this time around, everybody's there. LeBron's there. Anthony like Davis that, is there. Well, that's, a, that's a whole other issue for me because I was a Lakers fan ever since Kobe was there. So I was like nine, eight or nine. Anyway, I was the biggest LeBron hater on earth. And really? He, he came to LA and I was like, oh man, like, what do I do here? Oh. Like, I want my team to win. So of course they got to hope for LeBron. And like, he's grown on me a bit over the years, but there's still a lot of stuff that I can't look past. Like the I, flopping. I the flopping. I was just going to bring that up. The flopping is epic. I mean, we're talking soccer, soccer diva flopping on that same level. Yeah. Oh, man. No, seriously. Game one. It might be game worse. One. Did you see that? It was terrible. Him and Chris Paul, when uh, they missed their free, free throws, <sighs> Chris Paul boxes them out properly. Yeah. And LeBron goes down like he just got shot. Like he just got shot in the abdomen. He's like he's that <laughs> man. Like, when the rest of your teammates are running six? up the court, the rest of your teammates are running up the court because it's just yeah. like, yeah, we've seen this. We <laughs> he's okay. Yeah, he's that he's that damn big and he gets touched and he's dead. <laughs> Do you remember like, Kyle Lowry? I get it. 2016, 2016 yeah. with the Cavaliers. At least then you could have cheered against him, right? But when he just yeah, touched yeah. him, yeah, then he... I was just equal hate. <laughs> so it, it canceled itself out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Two <laughs> negatives make a positive. It's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, that probably had to be a hard rewiring in your brain. <laughs> oh yeah, it still is, man. Like I was saying this, I forget what I was saying to, but last year. I was on the boat watching. It was like four in the morning. I'm up like on watch, trying to watch the Lakers win. And I thought back to the last time the Lakers won with Kobe. I knew every guy on the bench. I knew guys who were in the stands not playing. I was like invested, like live and die, but with the Lakers. Right. Last year they were playing. I was like, man, like if they win, I'm going to be happy. But like, whatever, really. Like I, I just found myself like, not as into it as I was back I when, knew, like, I knew yeah. the Lakers were winning. I knew. Oh yeah, me Ron too. was healthy. That might have been it too. Yeah, Sweezy though. You notice that same yeah. jerk that was on uh, Cleveland when he went backwards when LeBron threw it. He's like, "What are you doing?" You notice yeah. he didn't even make the court. He was just on the no. sideline. There, first yeah, guy to shirt. Off. The shirt. <laughs> Already first guy to go shirtless. <laughs> now he's not even in the league. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And they had uh, Dwight Howard on the team, man, with his nice yeah. little dreadies. <laughs> he also didn't play much. No, no. I mean, talk about a guy with so much talent, but really just never lived up to the hype. You know? Yeah, he was just like he's a good athlete, not a good basketball player. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes complete sense. It's like, yeah. mm, Gretzky is a great hockey player, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. I don't think he was the best athlete, you know. No, no, no. If you want to have a look at the best athletes, I mean, Gary Roberts would be probably one of the best athletes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the physical regime that he would go through in order to get ready for a hockey game. Oh, yeah. Um, He's still training guys. Yeah. You know, like he was was a top athlete, but 
Um, LeBron, that, I think that's what makes LeBron a little bit different. And uh, Michael Jordan, I don't even know about Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan smoked cigars and drank whiskey, but he had that talent. But LeBron, yeah. he's a, he's an athlete, athletically gifted. Yeah, he's freak. Yeah. I think that that, because if you have a look at Jordan, Jordan's mental stamina probably had to be one of the top. You know what I mean? Oh, like sure. Shoresky, Jordan, they have that winner mentality. They make up, they make up things in order to get people charged. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Where LeBron is kind of like he's really relying on all of his athletic acumen. But if you can get to him and you start putting some pressure and everything, you see him starting to fall apart. Like he starts yeah. to fall apart. But you can't take away what he can do. But it just goes to show you, I think that that, that whole entire mindset is going to make you better. And you can still be athletically gifted, but maybe not to the same level as some of these guys are. But right. your mindset brings you to that next level. It's like, oh, for sure. I'm not losing. I'm not losing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's what I think. Like LeBron has it a bit, but mm-hmm. he's also like buddy, buddy with everybody too. Like, you know what I mean? He is. You never seen Jordan or Kobe talk to anybody on the court. No, like you are my enemy. I'm here to kill you. Afterwards, yeah, sure, man, we'll grab a drink. Yeah. But right now, don't like LeBron's dapping everybody up. Like that's what the whole NBA yeah. is now. Yeah, everybody's buddies. I mean, think about and it. That's like until they got through the Pistons. I don't think he talked to one Piston. No, yeah, I exactly. Think he was upset with every single Piston, Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> they, was... they still genuinely hate each other. Like I've watched that documentary. So. Like they're grown ass old men and they hate each other still. <laughs> Vehement hate. <laughs> I I read a I read a book about the dream team. Yeah. Uh, when I was deployed, and Michael Jordan literally kept Isaiah Thomas off the dream team. Oh yeah. He was yeah, like, yeah. like he's not coming on. But it's funny because like, he played he played for their head coach, Detroit. Yeah, the head coach was. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, 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 like well. He's not coming, or I'm not. There was like a bunch. Of, it wasn't just Jordan. There was like four guys. Who were like, he's not coming on the team. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did have a bit of a reputation. But yeah, like that's. Has, you know, they don't have that hate anymore. No, no, it's not there because you don't have that kind of. You don't have like, that kind of anger. I don't think either. None of those guys have that anger. Right. You can't play that type of basketball. I don't know what it is. Played in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, and like. I started feeling like hockey was going that way too, for like a lot of buddy buddy stuff. Yeah. But I feel like this. I know it's not going to keep happening because it's not going to be COVID years. But these new smaller divisions, the hate came back, man. Like I'm telling you, and I think that it can. It like can I didn't know Florida. Yeah, I hope it does. You didn't know Florida? What was it? I didn't know Florida and Tampa hated each other that much. Like I that know. is. It's, it's a whole new rivalry. <laughs> like, it's just like I love it. Every whistle, they're mucking it up. Like every yeah. single whistle, I was like, "Man, this is like not just playoff hate. This is hatred," and I love it. Like it, I feel like playoffs it always amps up a bit. But this year, like with the new division, you play the same team so many times, the hatred came oh. back, and I love like, it. For me, I just find that like the hatred got reignited by facing a yeah. team eight to ten times, right? Yeah, so it was just like the, the the hatred just is bubbling over, and then of course it just makes the postseason that much better. But I think it's it's so much there that this can go on for another couple of seasons. 
yes. that hatred could go on for another couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made ratings go through the roof. Uh, yeah. And I think that the NHL making their deals with ESPN yeah. and uh, and some betting sites and everything, I think that they're going to they're going to end up doing the right thing with the NHL. It's about time, and I think that yeah. we're going to be coming more kind of geared towards the public, kind of like the NBA is, yeah. but but still with that grit. You know what I mean? Like the NHL is going to have that grit because let's face it, you might not like the fights, but they're necessary, and oh, I think. People want to see it because if you just have a team with all finesse, like everybody wants finesse, finesse, finesse. But after a while, it's like, no, man, you need a little grit because that's part of the game. You got to go in there. You got to go cycle and dig and go for yeah. go for that puck, you know? Yeah. And I think, too, not to the extent like we're not going to say 90s, early 2000 fighters where like literally the only thing the boys could do was fight. I don't think they're going to come back, but I do think – there's going to be more of a role for like Ryan Reeves, Tom Wilson. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Tom Wilson, not really a fighter in my eyes. He's just a he's just a tough guy though. Right. He's a tough guy he's, that can score. Yeah, yeah. But he's not like he's not going to be like a fourth line guy. I mean, like there's going to yeah. be more fourth line guys that are there to fight, but can also play hockey. I feel like the enforcer is going to sneak back in yeah. to the NHL. Well, you if, have to look at Nick Foligno. Yeah, being traded over there. I mean, that guy is gritty as sandpaper. Yeah, and he's kind of like that kind of guy that you know he could score too he could put the puck in the back of the net he could do yeah. all that stuff but he's gritty you know exactly yeah and you need that like i feel like the nhl is not going to go because i feel like last couple of years even the four liners were all finesse guys yeah so now there's gonna be more more grit coming back to the nhl which i got a question for you yeah how much how much do you dislike or like brad marchand <laughs> i like so I'm conflicted. I'm as like we're kind of buddies, like not like uh, best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played together at the same time, right? And like we partied together, right? I got a I got a funny story. So we played Valador in the championship for the Presidents Cup when I was in Lewiston, and he okay. was on Valador, uh-huh. and we ended up sweeping them in Valador, and we were we were in the bar, and the boys like he was a, obviously played the same then than he does now. Right. He was a rat, like going around, great hockey player. But the boys are like, "Man, I hope I wish Marcy could see this." Like, "Fuck Marcy!" Like everyone's like that. I was like, "Boys, like if he comes by and sees us, like he'll probably come have a drink with us." Yeah. And yeah. Like, like forty-five minutes later, we were sitting on a patio, and he drove by, and him and I, I think it was his dad, they pulled in, ended up coming in, had a couple beers, bought her beers, and left. And I was like, "I told you, man!" Like, and. <laughs> Another funny Marcy story. Me and Anton went to uh, Lakers Celtics in Boston. Okay, probably eight years ago, and Montreal and Boston played the night before. Right. So I messaged Marcy and I was like, "What are you guys doing after the game? Like thinking we're gonna get the hangover with like some Bruins?" He's like, it "Depends how we do. Like we'll meet up." So Boston ended up winning, and he's like, "We're gonna go here." I'm like, all right, wicked. So we're all thinking, like, me and Anton and our wives, like, oh, we're going to go, like, get to drink with the Bruins. This is going to be wicked. Right. So we go back to the hotel. We're having some drinks, and it's, like, 1 o'clock. And we're, like, getting ready to go meet them out. So I messaged Marcy. I'm like, all right, man, we're on our way. He's like, man, the bar's closed here at, like, 1.32. <laughs> He's like, we're all leaving. I was like, oh, man. 
<laughs> so yeah, we blew you it. Were like, thinking Halifax? Were you thinking yeah, Halifax? Like, know, we're yeah. like obviously we were drinking the whole game, so we weren't really like in the best mindset. Yeah, but yeah, like we just. Well, I guess we're staying in the hotel for the night. <laughs> so, <laughs> so people don't know in Nova Scotia, Halifax especially, the the bars close at three a.m. Right? Yeah. Actually, they they close at four. They stop yeah, serving. Yeah, four three thirty. They stop yeah, serving. Yeah. They stop serving. So most of the places was one o'clock. Ontario was one o'clock. I'm sure Boston was like that. And Boston being such a Puritan, Puritan state there, yeah. Massachusetts, probably <laughs> one o'clock, two o'clock, they shut it all down. So this is the funny story about it. Yeah, yeah, we blow it. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Yeah. So like I'm a I'm a I'm a Marcy fan. I know a lot I know a lot of people are like even a lot of people from Halifax aren't. Yeah, but I don't know. I have I have nothing bad to say about him. You know what? He's a special kind of guy that is just like he could still get a hundred points in a season, right? But get under your skin and not get suspended because yeah. he'll do the right things. Like you look at Nazim Kadri, who's yeah. right now fighting. I mean, you know, he's kind of like a similar kind of player with the skill. Yeah, not the same, not the yeah, same because exactly. he's never hit the century mark. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's not the same as far as that's concerned. And he's a little over the top because he's getting yeah. suspended. He doesn't know that, like, Marshy walks the line perfectly. Yeah. I mean, that, that licking of the face, though, bro. Except for I, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I got to be honest. I, I really ended up having a disdain for Mr. Marchand because of yeah. the being knocked out all the time. It was like. Yeah. And you knew that he's part of the he's part of the oh, solution yeah. for Boston. Yeah, because he's that kind of guy. But then uh, when they had Zidaneo, you see him; he would push the line and then go hide behind, you know, Papa Papa Zidaneo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a bad move, but no, no. <laughs> Everybody about my cousin back in the day, where he would just go lip off to somebody to come up behind me. I'm like, come on, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You know, but you still, you know, you you're gonna put an end to whatever. But it's just like you mouthy little bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm here to help you, but I really don't want to. <laughs> but um, those are great stories, by the way. Thank you so much. You know, yeah, and uh, yes, Brad Marchand, my co-host, Brad uh, Tesh loves you because there's another guy named Brad, and he's <laughs> he's on board with you. I think nice. he's full. He's fully sold out as a Boston Bruin, and it oh, yeah. really irritates me. But yeah, you know, I, I thought yeah, I could yeah. convince him. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I hate the Bruins and I hate playing against them. But like, I'm not. They're a great hockey team. Yeah. What, what can you say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've literally have owned us. There's nothing you can do. That's it. I mean, what can you say? I, I mean, yeah, I could be upset with them. Yeah, but am I, am I a realist? Yeah, they're a great hockey team. You know, yeah. uh, what, what are you gonna do? Oh man! First off, Tristan, I am so happy that you came out here. What I like to do, if you're down, and I don't know what you and Anton schedule is like on Monday, but usually we go live on Monday. Yeah. If it's a game seven, yeah, I like to have you guys on for the live. Oh, and yeah, if it's I'm not here. a game seven, I like to have you guys on for the for the closing out of the ceremonies. Yeah. <laughs> if we end yeah, up putting them out, I'm good. I have nothing. Oh, yeah. no, I'm good. All right. I'm going to, usually we get on like around uh, 7 8 o'clock our time. So, yep. yeah. But uh, if you're down, I'm gonna, I'll message Anton and then we can have yep. a nice spirited discussion. <laughs> yeah. Either it's either a game seven. Oh, man. I hope it's not game seven. 
I'll be stress drinking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, seriously. It's like, I don't think I can move to the bathroom. I need to keep yeah. watching this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hey, what do you got? Have you, are you uh, following before we go? Are you following UFC this year? Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's your picks there for tonight's uh, main event there? I don't even know who's fighting anymore. Who's fighting? Tonight? I know. So it's Rosenstreich against uh, Augusto Sakai. So Rosenstreich has lost his last two. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Man, I used to be diehard UFC. Like every, I had the t-shirts, everything. I was like probably too over the top. Yeah. And then like now that it's like a main event every weekend, yeah. I'm kind of like, I'm owed a bit a bit, but I still, I'll watch it on Saturday night. I'll go in bed and it's fire. Yeah. 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 But nice and easy. I'm not unless it's like a big main event. I'm not staying up late to watch it anymore. <laughs> so yeah, I, I got to be honest. Like this one, it doesn't get me going because Rosenstreich losses two and Augusto Sakai. Yeah. Really, I mean, he's just kind of like you know, he seems like a good fighter. The one I want to see is Walt Harris get himself knocked out again because he's a wife beater against uh, Marcin Tabura. That would be nice. Walt and, Harris is uh, a big black guy, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, he used yeah. to be uh, NFLer. King yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was charged for beating his wife, but you know, hey, I mean, I guess he's got strong hands. I don't know what the. Wait, wasn't that Greg Hardy, or is that another guy too? Oh, that's another guy too. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a couple. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, then, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I don't know yeah. anything about those two plans. That's that's one of the reasons why I'm not into it as much as I used to be. <laughs> I love I love luck. This Roman deletes. I don't know if you ever heard of this guy. Roman deletes no. one loss so far. This guy is a magnificent fighter. Uh, and he's fighting uh, Star Poli. I have no idea about this guy. Uh, that one could be a diamond in the rough because right. one guy is trying to prove himself. The other guy, Deletes, is actually really good. And when I look at the prelims, nothing nothing except for the Ehler, Latifi, and Tanner Bozer fight jumps into here in the prelims. Nothing else, yeah. really. That's that's really it. Yeah, I don't and, usually watch the prelims unless there's like a, Canadian, like a good, like, Canadian that I know that's in it. Like, oh man, I I watched on the main card there when uh, who's that guy from Newfoundland? Uh, Gavin Tucker. Yes, Gavin Tucker, yeah. and oh man, that was hard. That was yeah. Hard. He's like he trains with my cousin, so he's he's a, like they're pretty close with them. Yeah, so, like, I always I follow him a lot. But, Dude, yeah, that he was, that was he was hot too, man. He had a good run. It yeah. was a great run, and I just think he just rushed in a little too. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a professional fighter. I've, I trained all this stuff, but I'm not a professional fighter. Yeah. And all I could think is, when you're knocked out that quickly, it, it's got to play on your oh, mind. Oh yeah, it's in the back of your mind for sure. Because all that time that you put into training, and nobody gets to see this. Yeah. They just see this quick, quick knockout, and it's like. I couldn't even imagine what must be going through his head, but I really hope that he's mentally resilient and will come back, rub this off, and just go yeah. back at her. You know, because he was about yeah. to top fifteen. Yeah, he was like he was climbing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I feel like this might sound stupid, but I feel like guys that get knocked out quicker, if it's like a quick knockout, Dane is more likely to give them a second chance. Longer than somebody that gets beat up for three rounds. Yeah. No, I think you know you're mean? right. He's because like, oh, well, he got he got caught. He can have anybody. Not like, oh, man. Yeah. like uh, who got who got beat up last fight? Last man, fight? Tony Ferguson. Oh, yes. In the main Tony's, of the, uh, I think Tony's uh, going to get caught. 
Yeah, I can't see him sticking around. Like his last three fights, like his war. Yeah. And he's been getting beat up. Not like just caught. He's been getting beat up for three fights. But I feel like he's like, all right, like Gavin will get another chance because he did so well, got caught. He deserves it. He deserves it. He only lost the one in the UFC anyway. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, he he deserves it. Tony Ferguson, though, I mean, he's a very great fighter, but, you know, he's 37. Yeah. Something magical that happens as soon as you pass 35. If you can go to your 40, that's amazing. Right. And you had a guy like Anderson Silva went to 44, and maybe not so amazing because that last fight wasn't so great for him. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, um, I think at 40, there's something that happens where it's not the same, right? That's why I'm kind of glad that George St. Pierre did not take any other fights now. No, because you would only remember what you see now. And, you know, I kind of wish, though, I saw the Oscar De La Hoya, George St. Pierre fight coming up. And then Dana Dana White put the kibosh on that. I was really hoping that was going to happen. Because that would be a great boxing match. Yeah. It would be great. And be entertaining. Like, that's the main thing. Yeah. You know what I, I would pay to see right now, though? Jake Paul. Oh, buddy. Against against Evander Kane. I would pay yeah. right now. Uh, Kane money. wants it, too. I know. I'd pay good money for that. <laughs> I, want, I want to see Jake Paul get knocked out so mm-hmm. bad. And I'm getting, like. So he's I know. undefeated against a basketball star. Against yeah. a wrestler, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I I watch them too, and I feel like I feel like an idiot every time I, I watch them. And I'm like, man, this not this isn't a real sport. You're just helping these guys out, but I want to watch it. It's entertaining, but I'm like, you're an idiot. Like you are helping these idiots get more money, so you're an idiot. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and like, I'm gonna watch. Uh, Logan Paul against Mayweather, 100%. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be terrible, but I'm going to watch it. Why? Why even? Like, I know why Mayweather took it. It's money, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But why? If you're Logan Paul, do you want to go up against Mayweather? No, he's way bigger than him, but I don't even know what's going to happen. Like, whatever's happened is going to be staged. Like, I, I don't know. I would love Mayweather get knocked out just because uh, I don't his think Logan personality. Paul's I don't think Logan Paul's a guy. No, no. But I also want Logan Paul to get knocked out because of his personality. <laughs> so it's like, dude, what they, do, what they do a joint knockout and hit each other and they're both down. That's what I hope for. <laughs> and then we're all the winners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if they wake up and they're $100 million richer. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And we're the fools yeah. who paid to see it. <laughs> Dude, it's been an honor and a pleasure talking to you today, Tristan. Yeah, like I said, fun. Monday, I really want you to come on there. And uh, later on, in the, when the next round is about midway, let's get you back on here. Yeah, I like man. to get your, I like to get your takes on some of the uh, series. Yeah, you know, you and Anton. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about just calling it the Manson Brother moment. There, it'd be beautiful. It'd be beautiful. Nice. You know. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for your time, buddy. I know that you're a busy man. Yeah, I'm good. Um, you know, uh, and got a nice break from the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, Hey, just remember guys, find us anywhere that you see guys, beer sports, Hey, save 15%. 
If you go to www.smoothmyballs.com backslash guysbeersports, use our guysbeersports into the promo code. Save yourself 15%. Get yourself smooth as eggs. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Future beer for today for me was the Get the Hell Out Stout. What were you drinking there, uh, Tristan? I had a Bud Light, but uh, I'm a big Nine Locks fan. I live up the road. <laughs> I had a Bud Light. I love it. <laughs> and don't forget your Bud Light <laughs> watching the USC. <laughs> yeah. Nine Locks is down the street from me, so I'm there way too often. Oh, man. It's great beer, man. Absolutely yeah, great, great beer. I can't, I can't even complain. I'm going to miss that when I move to Toronto. It's going to be sad. It's like, I think uh, they got it there now. They got Nine Locks out there? That's, so yeah, that's I know cool. they haven't been in uh, Alberta. Uh, if they're in Alberta, they got to be in Ontario. How the heck are you getting there? <laughs> Listen, my man, this was fun. Um, we're gonna do this again. Hopefully, Brad will be with us next time. That'll be yeah. awesome. Um, try to have a great rest of your day and yeah, go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll talk to uh, you later. Peace, everybody. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week, and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos, or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.